Today's Leading Women episode 312 with the wonderful Jean Provost. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Jeannie Provost. Jeannie Provost is the founder of Living Well Life Coaching. After 30 years of marriage, Jeannie's life took on an expected path that led to divorce. She went back to school, became a life coach, and loves guiding her clients to a beautiful life full of abundance and joy in every area of their life. Her passion lies in helping you get from where you are to where you want to be. And it starts with making positive changes today. So women of the world, Miss Jeannie Provost, welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie. We are delighted to have you on the show and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So Jeannie, I really like what you're doing with your business, especially with Live Well Life Coaching. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Yes. Um, when I um, first, when I got divorced, um, I was having a very rough time and I did not know I would be Become a life coach, and one night when I was, you know, when you're wide awake and in a not a good spot, I was kind of looking at the internet when I couldn't sleep, and I saw a video from um, QSCA, Christy Whitman had on about life coaching, and it just resonated with me. And my whole life, I've just really learned to listen and follow my intuition, and I thought, oh, this is something that. I could do because I kind of already do it already with friends and family and always have since a young child. And I just thought that just is an amazing thing. So I looked deeper into and realized it started the next day at nine in the morning and it was a year commitment. So I signed up at three in the morning to go through this coaching um, program. And what happened was that changed my whole life. And I went through my divorce in the most amazing, beautiful way. And I have created a beautiful life for myself now. And um, it has really been powerful. And so, you know, for 
me for telling people how to start a business. You know, I've had many businesses throughout my life and I still am an artist. I still um, am a photographer and I do stock photography throughout the world. But right now my core concentration is on life coaching and writing my book. And so I think the first thing is, is believe in yourself. And you have to believe in yourself to even create a business in the first place. And then it goes back to one step deeper of loving yourself first, because to be successful in business, you have to have that love component. You have to have a heartfelt sense for what you want to do, because that is what it will just emerge and grow easily and effortlessly in the world. Well, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came in existence. I mean, the experience that you had, but that opportunity, you know, you didn't, um, you, you know, the divorce, for example, was not a hindrance for you moving forward, but was an inspiration to you to finding that passion that you have, finding that coaching that, and then realizing that that was your passion, beautiful story. So you mm-hmm. touched about that defining moment. I mean, of watching that movie and then getting, hopping into it, jumping into the opportunity when you learned that this was something that you would love to know more about or to love doing. And now you're doing it for other people as well. Beautiful story. But what mm-hmm. was that compelling vision for your business? that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? I think my compelling vision is that desire inside to help make the world a better place. And when I coach a client, they they have these beautiful shifts in their lives. And what happens is it's a ripple effect. Like, like if you throw a pebble into a pond and you watch that ripple start right next to the pebble where it landed and it grows and grows and grows and grows. That's what happens. Each person that I work with has this beautiful shift and it shifts to all the people around them, to their family, their friends, and then their friends have shifts because they, so I, that's my compelling passion is I want the world to become a better place. And a big part of what I'm working on and just it's kind of just in the, you know, like in the pot starting to um, put the ingredients in is um, the Living Well Homeless Foundation. And I really feel there's a void in the world for people who are trying to get back on their feet, um, either from rehab or homeless um, or coming out of, Um, you know, having mental disabilities, especially the people who have very like bipolar and those type of disabilities, there's no facility to help them come from going through a treatment to staying out in the world in a healthy way. So I love the life coaching has really opened the store for me um, to create this facility that will have mental health practitioners, naturopaths, you know, the right doctors, um, counselors, life coaches that they can contact as they leave the facility, um, diet, exercise, detoxing. I want a working rooftop garden, a working restaurant that they serve themselves and the other homeless on the street. And I want it to be something that these people can 
learn and grow and come out and be back in the world. And I want Portland to have the first, the first building of it. And I want it to be a replicated throughout the world. So that's my main passion. <laughs> wow. But, but that's why I'm, that's my, you know, the life coaching is my step to all that. And it has, it, it's a, you know, it's a really nice thing to do. It's very, just, it's gratifying in my heart and my soul. And, and then it's gratifying in everyone I work with. Yes, what an inspiring vision that must be. I mean, the desire within you to help the world be a better place by helping one person to another. And through your life coaching, you're able to expand beyond yourself to help other people to provide this uh, this uh, opportunity to help the, those in big vision there that I really commend you for it and I really love that you have it and put it out there. So for our listeners, the takeaway here is to create a vision for yourself and for your business that inspires you on a daily basis, just like what Jeannie just just shared with us. And it's important to write it down. And it doesn't have to be a grand, grand vision because this vision is going to evolve with you as you grow and as your business grow. The most important thing is to write something down, write it down and create, create it and write write it down. All right, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Well, I go back to number one. One of my top qualities is, um, again, listening to intuition and paying attention and acting on it. And so, and then it's that inner belief in yourself. Um, and then really, truly, you know, doing that inner work. I love meditation and writing each day and doing the inner work and, you know, and really making s- some goals that you need to, that you want to do, but need to do to get to where you want to be. And, and then, and putting that energy you need into your business um, and and take the steps because a lot of people have ideas and good ideas. Like I hear it all the time from, you know, just friends and stuff. They want to do this. They would like to do this, but they don't ever take a step forward to do it. And um, that's where I love coaching because a lot of my clients are starting businesses, are growing their business, are doing those type of things and they show up and they're accountable each week with the next steps that they want to do. And so, um, you know, I've had kind of innately in me that my whole life, even as a young person. And so, you know, even like in my teens, I felt driven. So it's creating that drive inside you or you won't get anything done. So you need that to happen and there's many ways you can let that happen for yourself. But the first thing is the desire, doing the inner work first, and then take action, 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 and let the doors just fly wide open. Wow. I mean, these traits or these qualities that you've just shared with us, I mean, listening to your intuition, having that belief in yourself, 
doing the inner work and taking the steps to move forward, taking action because that's the big part of part of it. Great qualities and traits that we all can learn from. So from uh, what just Ginger shared with us, the good news is that these qualities, we can all cultivate and adapt them in our lives and in our business as well. So that's listening to your intuition, having that belief in yourself, doing the inner work and taking the steps to to move forward with those um, the ideas or plans that you have. Great takeaways there. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person you. So, what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Yeah, I think number one is, you know, everything's different than when I was, you know, younger and doing, I was an architecture interior was my major in college and doing that business was totally different than now because we have the internet, we have Facebook, we have you have to actually add all this marketing um, and web marketing in. So number one, for a life coach, um, especially if you're coaching throughout the you know U.S. or the world, you have to have a top website that flows easily. You have to have a way for them to pay you on it. You have to have all these things set up um, very professionally um, you and then you know you have to go uh, take it a step further and open you know get a page with your business um, for Facebook because when you have a seminar you advertise it there and that's where the people come from all over the world and and you have to you have to daily put things up on your Facebook pages um, I have two quotes that go on my living well life coaching every day and two that go on my author blog on my um, on Facebook every day. And what it does is it generates interest and those people share and they start following you. And when you have, um, you know, live seminars and things come up, you have the people showing up for them. So it's just a little different than what I was used to. So that, you know, now it doesn't feel like a challenge. But when I first started, I was really overwhelmed. And I ended up finding, you know, again, doing the work, that inner work, the meditation, the asking the asking God, asking the universe to bring me the, all the right people. And I was so blessed with all the right people who showed up and helped me create what I you know, I found the right people. And I think that's a big part of it. Well, I certainly can resonate with the uh, challenges that you've just shared. I'm sure our listeners are as well. I mean, keeping up with technology and being able to leverage social media, overcoming overwhelm, especially starting on. I mean, there's a lot of learning to be to be done to be, uh, and then it, I mean, you continue learning every day. But I mean, starting out, especially if you know this is new to you. I mean, for me, I jump into it. Um, 
completely different from what I'm used to, be, to do. So a lot of uh, uh, feeling, I get overwhelmed and a lot of learning to be done. But, you know, the good news is that when we are sharing these challenges that we have, like what Jean just shared with us, we learn from each other and we're able to support each other, learning from how we're able to overcome them. So great that you shared that one with our listeners. Thank now, you. Now let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in Mm -hmm. your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Oh, yeah, that's a, that is a big challenge. Um, First, I think my health, I have to really be healthy all the time, or I can't do what I'm doing. And um, then my biggest thing is staying, being able to get up early. I try and do a lot of my coaching calls in the morning. So I have the rest of my day to do other things because I have a daughter who's actually been down for four and a half years who was injured from a horse accident and she's 28, but I drive her to a lot of appointments and things. So I need a five hour gap um, to happen during my day sometime to do that. And it's not every day, but at least two or three days a week. So I have that balancing and then um, I have to have my life coaching, my exercise, my fam, my, you know, the rest of my family health. And I think the biggest thing is, is really, um, every morning, you know, and honestly saying a prayer and asking to bless all I think, all I say, all I do all day, and then trusting it's all going to work out. (laughs) And it seems to always work out perfectly, which I am really, again, feel really blessed in that arena of my life. But it's a hard thing. And and the other thing is the night before I go to bed is looking at my calendar and seeing what I have for the next day so I don't wake up with any surprises. Wow, great tips there that you just shared. And yes, I agree with you. This is an area that I'm sure a lot of us and our listeners uh, struggle with because I do too on a daily basis. But I love those tips that you just shared. I mean, getting up early and uh, putting your health as a priority. I mean, this is I mean, being a nurse myself, I have seen so many people suffering as a result of not taking their health as a priority. So it's really mm-hmm. important for us to take care of our health first. It's the greatest investment. And then the second one is to plan your day in advance. And I love when you mentioned that one, putting things on calendar. I'm big fan of putting things on the calendar. So you know, you can plan in advance what you're going to be doing that day. And then, of course, uh, it really helps to say something that you believe in, say a prayer and ask for blessings. I mean, connect with that inner inner side of you. I mean, I truly believe in that. Whatever you believe in, it's God or the universe or something. Put some positive energy out there. And, and like what I said, ask and it shall be given. So beautiful. Yes. <laughs> 
Alright, well, let's talk about what success and what, and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure success because your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, really, I think my biggest success comes from um, honestly watching my clients become their real authentic self in this world and they um and having their shift and stepping into their own greatness to me that's my that is for me success and then guiding them with whatever they're working on um and again watching it ripple out to other people around them and they share with me each week their successes from the week before and it's so powerful to see that happen. I mean, it's it's a very rewarding. So for me, I measure my success by how well my clients are doing. Wow, I love that. I love your perspective. I mean, I mean, seeing your clients be their best and seeing that ripple effect, seeing happy clients because of what we're putting out there. Great perspective on success. And I truly believe that that's the true essence of success. You know, when you know that what you're putting out there is impacting other people's lives in one way or another. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. Mm-hmm. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So, Take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions, advice, and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Well, I have to go back to number one, believe in yourself, because if you don't, nothing's going to happen at all. And again, you can have a great idea. And if you don't believe that you can do it, then nothing's going to even start to happen because that's the belief inside of you is the energy you put out into the world about what you want to create. And the second thing really is, um, you know, for me, it's coming from your heart with what you want to do, whatever this business is you want to do. If you take that time and I really feel it's through, I think meditation is one way when you sit with an idea and you meditate on it and you ask for the guidance to come and it starts showing up. And when it shows up, the right people show up, the right phone call comes, the right email, or you see something that will help you, you act on it. You don't just, you know, set it aside. You actually take the action and you, owning your own business isn't 
like working for somebody. When you own your own business, the only way it becomes your business is if you take action. So I think when people can take that time and set it and set aside to do a little meditation, a little quietness and settle inside themselves thinking about this business and then and asking for the right people, the right things to show up when it does, they have to take the action. They can't skip that step and they take the action from their heart as a heartfelt in a heartfelt way, knowing what they're doing is going to be a really good thing for the world. And I guess three, I really believe in coaching. I believe that coach, you know, if people resonate with a coach, they, it will change their life. And especially if you want to start a business, it helps you plan your business and it helps you take the steps and it helps you show up and be accountable for yourself and what you're doing. Wow, I was so hooked into listening to every word that you've said, you have shared. I mean, great takeaways there. So let me just summarize it for our listeners. So the first one is to believe in yourself, believe in what you are doing, believe in what you are putting out there. And then the second one is to take the time, I mean, sit down and meditate with your idea, ask for what it is that you want. And when you, when you find that answer, when you feel the answer or in your mind, act on it because it's the taking action part that's really a big, big big uh, mover. And then the third one is to get a coach to help you plan your business, just what Jeannie just shared with us. I mean, having a coach, I can totally, uh, I'm a big proponent of it because without my mentor, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, I won't be able to, I wouldn't have been able to pull this through. So I'm really big on getting a coach, getting someone that that can help you shorten your learning curve or get to where you want to go from where you are to where you want to go. It's a big takeaways there. So thank you for sharing. Now, what's one big uh, business uh, favorite or tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and which you can share our listeners with? Well, really, the biggest tool I, I think is, you know, the internet, because everything I'm doing is um, via internet or, you know, and I do all my coaching over the phone. It's just a different way to do business than I've ever done business. And without it, I couldn't even do what I'm doing because I have clients that are all over the U.S. right now. And it's not just, you know, and I don't do one-on-one in front of each other. I tried that a few times. Um, and nobody gets the same amount of work done as they do when it's one hour on the phone. It's just like so much gets done that way. So I think my biggest tool is the Internet and my phone. <laughs> and it sounds so funny as a life coach, but that's what my biggest tools. I couldn't do it without it. Yes. I mean, the technology that we have nowadays, it really enabling us to connect with people around the world. I mean, the internet, the, our phones that are so intuitive, if we know how to leverage them, it's really powerful to build our business. Mm-hmm. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Yeah, you know, I go back to the basics. Um, When I was younger, reading um, Stephen Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Affected People, you know, that teaches you how to take initiative, how how to um, your own self-discovery, your own clarity, um, 
and what your values and goals are, it really helps you. And then envisioning, they teach all that and that and, um, you know, putting, you know, figuring out what you need to do first and then, you know, getting that genuine feeling for um, a win-win that, you know, this is going to work, you know. So I love, I loved his, his book. And then my other book is, you know, just that old, um, the old standby um, of Napoleon Hill, you know, and I just, I feel like those two books, The Think and Grow Rich, and then that are kind of starters. And then there's so many amazing contemporary books out there right now that are you know, that talk about how to do the internet, that talk about how to do Facebook, that talk about all those things to grow your business. But like the, when someone's thinking of starting a business and they're in that beginning state, I think those two books still, because you watch, you see that they can do it. They start like Napoleon Hill starts and just from nothing and creates, you know, just does just an amazing things in this life. So those are my two beginner books anyway. Yes. I mean, those are classics and staples and every entrepreneur should read those books or reread them because I do as well. So that's the seven habits of highly effective, successful people or effective people by Stephen Covey and the Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes as well. And Mm -hmm. For our listeners at Today's Leading Women, you can now get a free audio download of this book or your favorite one at Audible by going to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Audible. Jeannie, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. Oh, it's so funny. I honestly, my people I admire are Christy Whitman, who started the QSCA the Quantum Success Coaching Academy and just so much more. And she's written a book and they're real life people can, you know, contemporaries today. And then Jennifer, um, Jennifer Grace, who started the center of grace. I just feel like those two women are kind of my mentors, you know, in life. And because I'm writing my book and then I'm coaching and, and they both have so, so much, heartfelt centeredness in their business that and it's what I want to do too and how I've always approached everything I did so I think those are my mentors and I they're not superheroes and I don't watch tv hardly ever so I can't even tell you who all the superheroes are besides superman Well, I truly believe that we are all superheroes in our own unique way. So kudos to Christy Whitman, which we had a privilege to have her on our show, Today's Leading Women, and Jennifer Grace, great role models, great mentors out there. Kudos to both of them. Last but not the least, Jeannie, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and what's the best way that they can connect with you and then we'll end from there. Okay, so um, what I would like to do is for the first 10 people who respond, 
um, by going to my website, livingwelllifecoaching.com, um, and email me from there. I will give them and, and type in today's leading women and just write me a short note. I will give them a free coaching call. And the, what, what it is will be probably on creating, um, like the, what they want to have happen in life. So we'll do a clarity through contrast and creating a desire statement that can really get them centered on what they want their life to look like. So I would like to offer that. Wow. Thank you for a generous offer for our listeners. So for our listeners at today's leading women, I'd love for you to jump into that one to that website, livingwelllifecoaching.com. Take advantage of what Jean is sharing with us or giving us. Uh, so for our first 10 people to go there, go there at livingwelllifecoaching.com. Email her through the email that she has there to take advantage of the free coaching call that she is providing for us. Listeners, today's leading women listeners, go there now, livingwelllifecoaching.com. Be one of the 10 people that will take advantage of the free coaching call that Jeannie is generously giving us. Really grateful for for that that you are giving us for our listeners at today's leading women. And by the way, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Jeannie Provost or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, the link is livingwelllifecoaching.com. I'll highly encourage you to go there now, especially to take advantage of the, the free coaching call that Jeannie is providing us for the first 10 people. Jeannie, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you, Marie. I really love being on your show. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. 
Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Oh, 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 oh,